and welcome to episode 149 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. I keep and looking to see if maybe the today is the day nope. that you forget or give in. <laughs> it will not be, ever. I was about to say, I think you're really underestimating how stubborn she can be. <laughs> you know me very well by now, and you should know that it will never happen again. Yeah. Don't, again don't remember why I was mad about it. Doesn't matter. all right this week on the disney park princess podcast we are going to be talking all things walt disney world tickets so when do you buy tickets as part of a package when do you buy your tickets separately um what are the different add-ons because of course Walt Disney World, and specifically right now, we're going to be talking about Walt Disney World, but we may touch on Disneyland a little bit as well, but they keep changing things. As with all things, Walt Disney World is constantly changing, you know, what the options are and what the add-ons are. And of course, now with Disney Genie, it's a whole new thing. So Charlotte wrote a great blog post about it last week, uh, or this week rather, excuse me. Um, And so we're going to be getting into all of that. But first, we have some Disney news. Okay, this first piece of news is not so much news as it is me asking um, Sharla or whoever goes to Walt Disney World next for a really big favor. Has anybody seen, and this is, we talked about this last year. I was so mad last year. Okay, so we love the Mary, what, I forget what they're called. Mary the little puppet things at, at, at Animal Kingdom, the puppets. And I was like, why is there no merch? Kyle sent, <laughs> Kyle sent me a DM. Kyle yeah, me too. <laughs> I am beside myself. There are Christmas ornaments and there are stuffies. And if somebody doesn't get me the penguin stuffy, I'm going to be so sad. I know. They're really, really cute. It's all I want for Christmas. <laughs> so, um, so part of your Christmas present may be a little bit late. <laughs> I can live with that. Um, no, I 100% will, buy, will be buying these. And okay. uh, I, we're going to... We're going to talk about this. We're going to do a big giveaway, but I may buy an extra one and we're going to oh, give that away. Oh, my God. And the Christmas um, ornaments? The Christmas ornaments. I mean. Oh. I mean. Uh, I literally I, out loud squealed um, when Kyle, who is our um, Facebook group uh, moderator, <laughs> sent it to me. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, ah! Like, I'm very excited about these. So that's not really news, but it kind of is. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. Yeah, but it also kind of ties into the first piece of, and this is not news so much as it is a little bit of insider baseball when it comes to Disney. Um, but a lot of the Disney news blogs have been reporting on it this week, so I want to talk about it. Resellers. So resellers have become a really big issue at Walt Disney World recently. At least if you pay attention to the blogs. How much of an issue it is for the average guest, I don't really know, <laughs> you know. There's a lot of talk about it. Um, and so, for example, on the day that the 50th merchandise was released in the Magic Kingdom, there was a lot of video and a lot of social media reports about crowds and fights and, you know, issues with the 50th merchandise, which is fascinating because, as Heather pointed out. <laughs> 17 months long or something. Yeah, it's 17 months yeah. long and they're restocking regularly and it really didn't need to be that dramatic. But... Um, a reseller is somebody who goes to Walt Disney World, purchases an item, and then resells it privately, whether it's on eBay or through their own personal shopping service or, you know, anything like that. So Walt Disney World has begun cracking down on these in particular this week. They are now limiting 
anything that they think a reseller could possibly be interested in, <laughs> two items per person. And rumor has it that they're cracking down on people using their annual pass for this purpose as well, although I don't know how they would track that necessarily. Um, so. Well, I know when I was there, everything um, that had anything to do with the 50th anniversary or food and wine festival, or even like um, an annual pass exclusive merchandise, mm -hmm. there are signs everywhere that say limit two per person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I have, have opinions on this. Well, not really, because I don't, I want the merchandise to be available for everybody, but mm. it doesn't bother me so much if people resell it. It bothers me if they price gouge. Well, but, it bothers me when I was there trying to find that Starbucks 50th anniversary tumbler and it's completely sold out because the first day it was available, right. everybody just went in and bought all of them up. Right. That's a problem if there can't be stock for it's one thing if you go and you buy it to resell it, but if you're now buying it and reselling it and Disney has no more for it like me to just go on my vacation and buy, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But also I have a big problem with the fact that people are fighting over. <laughs> that's that's my issue with it. I mean, look. Absolutely it, ridiculous. It, it, we, we live in an open market. Capitalism is, is king. You know, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. If, if you can sell it online and somebody will buy it for the price that you're, you know, the ridiculous price that you're charging, I, hey, more power to you. My problem is when it impacts the guest experience at Walt Disney World. And that seems to be what people are reporting that it, it really is at this point. So help is on the way, dear. Apparently, Walt Disney World is cracking down. So we'll see if that makes any changes and, you know, how that affects things. But I was happy to see that at least, <laughs> you know. Disney's acknowledging, like, this is the problem. <laughs> We're going to see what we can yeah. do about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you are a Disney Plus fan, subscriber specifically, uh, and you're going to be at Walt Disney World or Disneyland on November 12th, good news. It is Disney Plus Day. It is the third anniversary, I think. Second anniversary? Third anniversary? I've lost track at this it's point. Third. It's I don't know. Um... I think it started right before the pandemic. So I think it might just be two years. Um, but I've lost all track of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be wrong. Um, November 12th is Disney Plus Day. And at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Disneyland, they are rolling out the blue carpet for Disney Plus subscribers. And there's going to be sort of exclusive photo ops and, you know, kinds of fun things um, to celebrate the anniversary. So Make sure that you have the Disney Plus app downloaded on your phone. Make sure that you are signed onto it because that is going to be how you prove that you are a subscriber. Um, is that you, you know, show the cast member your 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 logged in Disney Plus app. Yeah. So that's how to do that. Um, Christmas is returning to Disney Springs. I was very happy to see this actually because I love. Anytime that there is a way that you can get some sort of extra special magic at Walt Disney World without having to purchase a park ticket. <laughs> so Disney Springs, the holiday tree stroll is returning. Um, Santa is going to be making appearances at Disney Springs. The um, Jock Lindsay's holiday bar is returning. Like, all, you know, a lot of the stuff that we had seen prior to the Panda Express <laughs> is going to be is now back at Disney Springs. Um, so that makes me really happy. And then uh, last but not least, Drawn to Life, which is the new Cirque du Soleil show, is opening on November 18th. So that is going to be back at Disney Springs as well. They've announced a couple of new acts. Um, 
And I love Search to Delay, so I'm just really excited about, you know, again, anything that feels, I'm putting big air quotations around this, like normal ish, (laughs) (laughs) anything that reminds me of what Walt Disney World used to be prior to the pandemic um, just makes me so happy right now. So, Uh, and that's it. That's all I had for news. I don't know if you guys had anything that you had seen. I don't think so. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, last piece of news. This is Disney Park Princess news. This is episode 149. Episode 150 is going to be our next episode. But over the next couple of weeks, Heather is going to be traveling. And then it is Thanksgiving week. So we are taking the next two weeks off. And then we will be back at the end of the month with episode 150, which I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. It's 150 episodes. But it's a lot of episodes. And as promised, we are doing a giveaway. So Heather, on her recent trip, snagged a couple of very exciting items for us. So we are doing a giveaway for all of our podcast listeners. And that is a 50th birthday merchandise little mini prize pack. Um, Heather, tell them what they're going to win. Oh, oh my gosh. I feel like price is right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So tell them about their prize. What I've picked up for you all is some of the super special 50th anniversary anniversary merch. And so there is one of the 50th anniversary pins, a water bottle. And what else do I have in here? Oh, and this really super cute shopping bag. Yes. And it's like, you know, one of the nice reusable, like sparkly iridescent ones for the anniversary. It's really cute. Yep. So that is the giveaway for anybody who's listening to this podcast. There is going to be a Google form that you need to fill out. We will have that form in the email this week. We will have that form uh, on our social media. So it'll be on our Facebook page. It'll be in our Facebook groups. It'll be in our Instagram profile. We'll have a variety of places for you. Um, if, or if you just want the link, um, you know, you don't follow us any of those places or whatever, you can't find it. You can always email us at disneyparkprincess.com. We will send it to you to fill out. Please note this giveaway is open to us residents only. Sorry, international listeners, but this is for us residents only. Then if you are a Patreon subscriber, we have a exclusive giveaway just for you. We're going to be giving the details of that in the Patreon extra. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, but if you want to know what they're getting, you have to be a Patreon subscriber. Yep. And it's really cute. Yeah, it's really cute. (laughs) (laughs) Completely separate, still 50th birthday, but completely separate items um, just for our Patreon supporters. So you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to join. So you've got a couple of weeks because we're not doing this drawing until our next episode. And because our next episode is not until the end of the month, you've got a couple of weeks to, to join. So um, and also just to make sure that, you, you know, you are a listener of the podcast, there is a Disney Park Princess trivia question at the end of the form. Um, anybody who listens to this podcast will have absolutely no problem answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> you've ever heard this podcast? Probably ever. <laughs> it will be pretty obvious. Um, and that's just to weed out sort of bots and things like that. So, um, that is that. So off for the next two weeks and then coming back with episode 150. Um, and I believe Charlotte said it was November 30th. 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 Okay. Well, Excellent. actually it'll be December 1st when it airs. Oh, okay. So coming back on December 1st. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Uh, all right, so that does it for the news this week. Stay tuned, and we are going to be talking about all things tickets. All right, let's get into it. Charlotte, why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of like your, you know, like your blog post and like, you know, just, just get into it. What is the ticket of it all? Okay, well, um, this all started with uh, I... I got overwhelmed because for my own trip, even though I do this for a living, I was like, well, wh how long do we, you know, what do we want to do? How long do we want to stay? What kind of tickets do we need and all this stuff? Um, so there are a couple of different factors when it comes to choosing the right ticket for you. And it even goes down before that because you have to decide where you want to stay. And if that stay means you're going to put the tickets as part of a package or if you're going to buy them standalone. So that's kind of what it boils down to. First step, where to stay. Second step, which tickets to buy. Yeah. And so, and and Charlotte had sort of, the, the way Charlotte and I work the blog is periodically we'll go in and we'll sort of like start blog posts just to kind of be like, hey, this is an idea that I'm working on. And so Charlotte had started this one a while back. And then I'm I'm writing another blog post and sort of like, you know, how to book your Walt Disney World vacation. And I was like, ooh, it would be really helpful if you wrote that blog. <laughs> that you talked about. <laughs> Any chance you want to go back to that? Yeah. <laughs> um, she didn't. I'm very, very grateful for that. Makes my life a lot well, easier. Well, let's, let's start at the, uh, with, with the package versus tickets alone. I really I wanted you to say, let's start at the very beginning. I know. I was like, just sing song. it. You got to sing it. <laughs> well, it wasn't, I thought about it. And then I thought every time we say that, we start to sing. And then one of us is like, no, we don't own the rights. And, yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to. But that makes a tradition. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to um, packaged versus standalone tickets. Um, I, so if you book a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, you or some of the good neighbors, you can bundle your tickets and your hotel into one, um, meaning a package. Now, should the dining plans come back, you can also put the dining plan on the on the package. Um, so I think the best way to do it is to book your hotel and your tickets together as one package. The reason I think that's the best way to do it is because, number one, it's a one-stop shop like <laughs> you book it you link it you're all set um also you don't have to pay for the tickets right up front when you do that you mm -hmm. have to have park tickets to make a park reservation so you could just put the 200 dollars down and make all the plans you need now yes you will have to pay for them 30 days before you go but there are you know disney visa six months interest free and there's a, lots of things to make that spread out what you cannot do if you have tickets alone. Mm -hmm. So when you purchase tickets alone, you they are painful at the time of purchase. They are non-refundable and they are non-transferable. Right. Um, so that's when when you purchase tickets just by themselves and not as part of a pet. Like you're in, you're going, you're going. Right. <laughs> right. And um, the only time that they, I mean, they when they say non-refundable, they mean non-refundable non-transferable sometimes they'll move it for you they did when they shut down during the pandemic like when you know i had tickets for april 2020 
that parks were not open then. Sure. <laughs> so they yeah. were able to, to move that. Yeah. But non transferable meaning you can't get, you can't buy them and then like just give them to, or resell them or give them to somebody uh, else. Or, yeah. Right. But if you book it as part of your package with your room, you can move your hotel and the tickets will automatically move with it. You still mm-hmm. have to make the park reservations, but um, you'd have to do that regardless of what tickets you had. Yeah. So let's talk about sort of the tickets and how how they work. So a few years ago, Walt Disney World moved to specific date ticketing. This might be more than a few years ago. It might be too much. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago, that long. right? Okay, I'm not crazy. Years ago, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, whereas previously, you could buy, you know, a three day park hopper pass and use it whenever <laughs> they didn't yeah. you know there was no expiration right. date on them there was no you know you could buy it now and use it three years from now it wasn't a problem right it's no longer the case <laughs> you now have to purchase for very specific dates right and you used to be able to purchase that three-day ticket use those three use those three days anytime over the course of 14 days or buy a non-expiration option which mm-hmm. you could add on that is no oh, longer. Remember the, the days of the no expiration <laughs> yes. option. Yeah. I forgot about oh, that. Right. That, yeah. uh, that was and actually, in the, for the most part, that was not worth the price. Of no, you pay. It was that. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that is no longer an option anyway. So if you want to go between uh, November 10th and November 16th, and you buy a three-day ticket, you have basically through no, from November 10th to November 16th to use those three-day tickets. There's not very much wiggle room um, in, the, in how long the tickets last. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of days after whatever days you buy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's talk about, you can purchase tickets, um, anything from a one-day ticket to, I believe the maximum is a 10-day ticket, correct? That's correct. Uh-huh. That's correct. Uh, so you can buy a, a one-day ticket. You cannot add a one-day ticket to a package. Um, but you could buy a one day ticket to a 10 day ticket. If you are staying for only three days at Walt Disney World, you're going to have to call in or get your travel agent even better to (laughs) call in and add those 10 days because online is only going to let you buy a three or four day ticket. Yep. Uh, So it's kind of a hassle, to be honest, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you want to just stay like three nights on property and then the rest of your time somewhere else and have a 10 day ticket so yeah yep so you purchase your 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 number of days however many days you're planning to visit a Walt Disney World theme park and then you have a couple of choices that you can add on to it right you can add the old standby the park hopper (laughs) um so if you just purchase a Walt Disney World based ticket that allows you to go to one theme park per day does not allow you to park hop Park hopping is an add-on, um, and it is all or nothing. You cannot just say, we want to park hop for one day. It's You have to park hop for all that. Oh, you don't have to use the park hopper, but you have to pay for it. <laughs> right? yeah. Regardless, it's, it's, it's a length of, uh, length of ticket option. Yeah, yeah, it's not less money because you only want to park hop for like one day. Um, so you, that is an add-on. Another optional add-on is water parks. So you can get... Oh, water parks and sports. So you get uh, admission to ESPN, World Water Sports, and mini golf if you do that in sports. So you can do park hopper and or the water park. You don't have to add 
one to add them both. You could add mm-hmm. either one. Yeah. And that's another change too. Cause I remember once upon a time, like you had to have uh-huh. the park opera option to get the water park option. Uh-huh. And then no, now they're completely individual a la carte, which is uh-huh. nice. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the final piece of the puzzle is the new piece, which is, do you want to add genie plus? Yep. So you can, and add, we did a whole podcast about that. Yes. <laughs> you can add, so you can add park hopper, park hopper with genie plus or just genie plus. You don't have to add the park hopper. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's a whole, and that's another thing. If you have a package with the room, you can make changes quite easily to your tickets. If you purchase tickets standalone, it's a lot harder to go in and edit those tickets. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk about park hopping for a second because I want to get your opinions on is the park hopper option worth it given the current state of park hopping? Mm-hmm. You've both been there since these changes have been made. So. I feel like this is a question I get from everybody that I work with, you know, oh, I don't need the park hopper. It's too restrictive. And to that, I say it's not. And you don't know what you're talking about Um, (laughs) in the nicest way possible. Um, I don't think park hopping is any more restrictive than it ever was before there were a time frame in place. So for me, I always get the park hopper. And in, in case you're not aware at Walt Disney World, you can park hop, but it you cannot park hop before 2 p.m. currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the people who say, well, it's not worth it. I can't go until, well, what were you doing before you going to one park at 9 a.m. and then leaving by 12? Like, spend some time in that first park and then head over. I've never found it to be a hindrance. I have never found that I do not get enough time in my second park. Sometimes I don't want to spend a lot of time in that second park. Sometimes I spend the entire day at the first park and then just want to go to, you know, Magic Kingdom for dinner or whatever it may be, it's mm-hmm. it's still flexible. It still allows your vacation to be way more flexible. Um, and I would go crazy if I was locked into one park and couldn't mm-hmm. just be like, okay, I wanna go here. Yeah. That is one really good thing about the park hopper is, you know, I can go to Magic Kingdom for the day and then go to Epcot for dinner or go to Animal Kingdom for lunch. Um, well, not a lunch after 2 p.m., <laughs> but, you know, you, you can easily do that. And yeah, or I, if you want to see the fireworks at one park, you know, uh-huh. I haven't gotten to see the new fireworks at Magic Kingdom yet. It's my last night. I'm going to go over there and do it. Right. Um, so I I absolutely think it's worth it to uh, to have the park hopper. Um, I always, excuse me, I always add it for my trips, even mm-hmm. if, um, uh, even if, I don't have an annual pass, which I do not currently have an annual pass. I always add the park hopper for my trips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I haven't had, you know, experience with the new two o'clock time frame, but just like you said, for me, in terms of flexibility, because we get this question a lot and it's always amusing to me. Um, people will say to me, well, I don't, I mean, I don't need admission just to go to dinner at Epcot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, do. yes, you do. Yes, you do. You need admission to... Yeah, they don't care if you're just going to pick up a coffee mug. You have to pay to get in the door. <laughs> whether you pay with park admission or whether you're paying with the park hopper option, like whatever, like you're just, you're still charging you. <laughs> this is this is a little bit off topic, but I saw this recently. There's a pool bar in my town, uh, a, like a pool cube, you know, billiards. And um, somebody I was like, posted, wait a minute, yeah, we're like, going what? swimming at the bar. Let's uh, go, no, I'm coming. Billiards. Uh, somebody posted online, they still charged me the cover charge, even though I was there the last hour. And I was like, yeah, because you p- you pay the cover charge and pool is the pool is free. 
It's the same thing with, you know, a theme park. You have to pay to get in, and then the attractions and everything are included. Yeah, what what you do in there is up to you. (laughs) Right, I just, I just, that kind of reminded me of one of those. Yeah, and yet we get asked that question. If I had a dollar, whoo. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we've always gotten the question of why is the park hopper worth it? Because, you know, if you haven't been, or maybe you're a really commando type park person where you're there morning to night nobody like doesn't think about the flexibility of it but i the amount of that question has increased so much since they put this time frame in and i just think that's ridiculous like i the 2 p.m um park hopping limit did not even factor into any of my plans it was just i'm ready to go now here we like so I, was I get it. Like, I get why somebody would ask that because I was a person who I would go to a park for two hours in the morning, move to the next park, you know, like, you know, or like, uh, for example, on the day Charlotte and I were at Disney's Hollywood Studios and trying to get a rise of the resistance boarding group. And then we were like, you know, boarding group 172. Like, I don't know what we were, but it was way later in the day because we had, you know, park hopper. We were able to leave <laughs> and go to another park and come back when it was time for our rise boarding group. So I do like, I do understand why people ask the question. Um, but I agree that I don't think, you know, I still think it's worth it. Even yeah. with the two o'clock thing, but. And yeah. let me add this. Um, no matter what tickets you buy, whether you purchase the park hopper or not, you can leave and come back to the same park in the yes. same day, the mm-hmm. same park. If you don't have the park hopper, that's yep. not a two o'clock restriction or anything. Uh, you want to go back to the room and take a nap or anything like that, or go to Disney Springs, you can come back to that same park. Yeah, it's only hopping right. if it's to a different park. Right. Yeah. And you only have to pay to park one time. If you're staying off site and you leave, you only have to pay park to park one time per day. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Okay. All right. So, same question. Water park option. Okay. If you are planning on visiting the water park, Uh, Either one or both, but either one, it is to your benefit to purchase that water park option versus buying the water park uh, admission at the gate. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're going to go to the water park, you might as well add it on to your tickets. Is that still, I I haven't looked at the pricing in so long. So is is that still the case that it's, Mm -hmm. it's it's just cheaper than single day admission. That's yeah, kind of yeah. cra- like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's here's a tip: if you don't know if you want to do that, go to the water park, and then you decide you do, visit guest services at Walt Disney World to upgrade your tickets to it instead, right, of rather than buying it. separate admission. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good tip. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So that's park hoppers. That's water parks. We have discussed um on a previous podcast but let's just get into it a little bit again in case people didn't hear that or whatever don't want to go back and listen genie plus um i am not going to be the expert on this right now because of the fact that i have not used it yet however i can say that when i booked my personal trip coming up in a few weeks i did go ahead and add it because it was just so easy to just say yeah i'm gonna go ahead and do it now Mm -hmm. um i always I can always remove it between now and final payment if I don't want to um, use it. Which but... is also the benefit of including your tickets in a room ticket package versus yep. buying them on your, if you're just buying the tickets outright and not packaging them, you 
you can make changes, but it involves quite a few hours on hold with Disney. Um, you're kind of locked into your tickets that way. So by doing them in a package, you can add, change, remove as needed. Yeah. So where, what are some examples of when it might be better to purchase the ticket separately than in a package? Okay. Well, it, it all depends if, so Disney requires everybody staying in the same room to be on the same package. So that means the same tickets used to mean the same dining plan, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. if everybody is staying in your room needs different tickets or you only need a one day ticket, or maybe somebody's an annual pass holder, but three other people need tickets. If you all need different tickets, that's where you're going to want to purchase them separately because mm -hmm. you can't purchase them on a package if they're all different. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so the annual pass thing is probably the biggest thing mm -hmm. in terms of that, but I have seen it before where one one member of the party has to leave early and so they don't need all of those tickets. Um, this happens to me almost at least once a week. At least once <laughs> yeah. a week. I'm like, sorry, no, you all yeah. need to have the same tickets. There's always that one sibling. Yeah. <laughs> Just, um, what a lot of times in that case, what I do is recommend now with, again, with the park pass reservation system, it it's, makes things a little bit more difficult. But one of the things that I do is say, okay, buy the minimum amount that you need, like buy whatever that leaving early person needs and then you can upgrade at guest services when you get there that's a that's another way to handle it uh it does make it a little bit more difficult with the reservation system but it's still doable yeah mm -hmm. which actually brings up an interesting point because i think people don't really realize that it's i think now it's once you get to a four-day ticket but it used to be like once you got to a three-day ticket adding additional days i think it's now once you get to a four-day ticket adding additional days four day. Yeah, the longer you stay, the less expensive it is per day. Right. Um, so the difference between, you know, a six-day and a seven-day ticket is negligible. It's like yeah. $20 a person, 15 or $20 yeah. a person. It's not very much. Yeah. And sometimes it's worth it just to have, you know, that one person pay that extra 15 or $20 so you don't have to go to guest services. Right. <laughs> you're there. Yeah. Um, so it's, there's a lot to it. And again, Yes, full disclosure, Heather and I are acting travel agents, but you really if you're gonna have something difficult like this at all, you really should be using a travel agent because we can help walk you through what what you need to do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Anything else about tickets that we've missed? Um, you, uh, I think I said this. you you have to have tickets before you make park pass reservations. Yep, so that's one of the first things you're gonna want to do. yeah. Well, let's get into annual passes for just a quick second. At what point should a guest consider an annual pass versus, you know, individual day tickets? Uh, there are all sorts of algorithms online for that. <laughs> um, I think if you're going to make more than one trip per year, mm -hmm. then you should consider an annual pass, depending, would, on, depending on the length of that trip. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if you're just making, you know, two or three, three and four night trips, an annual pass is not worth it. It may have used to be, but with the new cost of how expensive these mm -hmm. passes are, I would say you would need to have at least, at least two seven night trips in one year to make it worth it. And even then, it's probably not worth it. Like you. Yeah, it may not be. 
it, it's um, really expensive to have an annual pass now. And even like with the discounts, the discounts are very few and far between where Charlotte and I are seeing that with the discounts that were just released um, for early 2022. They're almost non-existent. Like annual pass, like you really need to go a lot to make an annual pass worth it right now. Mm-hmm. And it used to be the case where, again, what so everybody has to have the same tickets, but one person in the party would buy an annual pass for potential discounts on dining, merchandise, rooms. That is no longer the case. It is not worth it for one person to buy an annual pass for a discount that you're probably not going to get. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, you know, again, it's hard to, everything is so weird right now because of, you know, capacity restrictions Mm -hmm. and, you know, the pandemic. And so, you know, this is all subject to change when it comes to sort of the annual pass. And it used to be like once upon a time, the magic number was like, well, if you're going to be, if you're going to visit Walt Disney world parks more than 10 days, you know, that's when you would break even an annual pass. That was the before times. Yeah. (laughs) Not now. Yeah. Yeah. It is a higher number now for sure. But I I mean, I, I still have clients ask me if it's worth it for one person to get an annual pass. And for several years now, the answer to that has been no, not, not for discounts. There's plenty of reasons to get an annual pass. But if yeah. you're just looking specifically annual pass for discounts, it's not worth it. Yeah. The ho- hotel discounts have been thin on the ground the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And remember, Disney's a business. They don't have to discount if they, you know, like if they're, what I'm trying to say is that the hotels are booked full. Like I, I'm looking for people now in February and March, and there's almost no availability at any hotel right. on property. And this is what five months in advance. Why is Disney going to offer you a discount? They've already sold their hotels. Yep. 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 So until like this, you know, need to be at Disney and the demand dies down, there's no incentive for Disney to entice you with a lower rate. Yeah. Which in some ways, you know, I I have very mixed feelings on that because part of me thinks like, oh, everybody likes getting a discount. But at the same time, it's just a much more straightforward process. Like you're going to pay what you're going to pay and it's probably not going to change between now and (laughs) your trip. And there's no discrepancy on who gets what discount if you're all paying the same thing. Like everybody's paying rec rate. It's hard, especially, I mean, we can go on forever about how much we hate free dining as travel agents. But you know, when one person gets free dining and then the next person doesn't because it sells out, it's it's frustrating for Keep people. Mad. Yeah. 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 And I get and I completely understand why, you know, you would be frustrated if you don't get it when it's all for, when it's available. But yeah, it's it's a the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a whole frustrating thing, both from a consumer standpoint and from the agent side. So, yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. uh, all right. So. That does it for tickets. If you have any other ticket questions that we did not address, um, please send us an email at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. We can include it in an upcoming listener Q&A episode. So um, we haven't done a listener Q&A episode in a minute. We're due. So please send your questions in. Um, You've got plenty of time to send questions because our next episode isn't for another couple of weeks. Um, I don't think that's going to be. I don't think episode 150 is going to be listener Q&A. But it's not outside the realm of possibility because it is our favorite type of episode (laughs) to do. So... Uh, send in your questions to info at disneyparkprincess.com. We can answer them on an upcoming podcast. 
that does it for episode 149 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Coming up next, for those of you who are Patreon supporters, we're going to be talking pop culture. What are we obsessed with right now? What are we watching? What are we listening to? I'm watching a TV show. I said the name and the two of them both stared at me. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. So uh, we're going to get into it. Um, a little pop culture corner going on. So patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess if you would like to support us. And then don't forget, we're also doing an exclusive giveaway just for our Patreon listeners. By the way, you can't win both. I'm so sorry. If your name gets picked <laughs> for the Patreon, you can't win the general and vice versa. It's no double dipping. It's rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. um, that does it. We will be off for the next couple of weeks. And when we come back, it is episode 150. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you soon. Oh, and in the meantime, have a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you have all of the turkey and the stuffing slash dressing and mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes and whatever you uh -huh. love to eat on your day, tofurkey, whatever, turducken, whatever. Uh -huh. If you love it, we hope that it's on your table and that you get to spend it with family and friends this year. Yay vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. Not next week. Next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.